0: Stuart Bothwell, and I'm rejoined by Darren Butter after a a brief hiatus uh, due to an incredible workload, which you're still battling through at the moment, Darren, but welcome back. I'm I'm glad to have you here, because this means I don't have to write 2,500 words uh, before I do a podcast on myself.
1: Yeah, and play that um, jazz music.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You just do what you did last time, and I'll just pretend to be jazz music. Perfect, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. You can acapella it yeah like terrible it's, it's, jazz music. well like it was free and it, like you know, no royalties had to be paid for it or anything like that i tried out a couple of different ones <laughs> Sometimes put them off
1: you just want to spend that dollar 50
0: <laughs> nah nah i was <laughs> i was taking that like all the way to the back. i just i just um kind of was was looking at it i was rushing through it because i was really tired and it was late at night and uh I just went but right, pick that 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 sound okay bung them in and uh, uh, now, if, if anyone has any feedback on which ones were their favourites, then I'll use that the next time and maybe put it on a loop and uh, go yeah, that. that.
1: was I was amazed because I thought it was just going to like, one, well, it wasn't like quiet, the uh-huh. ambience. It was quite loud against that, your topic. Yeah, Yes.
0: Yeah, well, I see. It was quite late on night that I yeah, did yeah. that. And I, I reduced the sound a bit. I was like, yeah, it sounded okay through my headphones initially. But, yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> like
1: how it changed to another song, like halfway through you to say a sentence.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, see, that that's it. I didn't have time to do it. I was up in Napier for work, obviously. And it, I probably got finished at about midnight. And I had to get up and do other stuff in the morning. I was just like, i just slam it in and I'll, I'll deal with it later on. But um, mm-hmm. it's is, is learning and pulling these things down and stuff. But we, we got through something. It was half an hour to slam through everything. I was pretty pleased. So hard. if you
1: could do that in half an hour, can we do this in an hour?
0: No. <laughs> we can try. We can try, but we have to be disciplined. <laughs> I can with some we, of these games. <laughs> we have to be disciplined. <laughs> Um, so if if we want to be disciplined, should we just jump right in? Yes, yes. Let's let's go. Okay, so we'll just start off with the Thanksgiving games and work. Yeah, a...
1: the Panthers head coach got fired.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay, I was going to get that <laughs> once we got to them, but yeah, Ron, Ron <laughs> Rivera has been fired after a what's that? Is that a five a and while? seven start? Yeah, five he's, and seven. He's been there for nine years as well, and um, I think the interesting part about what he's done there is that every year. Like every other year, it, he goes from a winning season to a losing season, to a winning season, to a losing season. And he's done that all the way through his, his tenure there. And um, the new um owner in... uh he's a Pittsburgh guy. ...Carolina, uh, David, David Tepper, I believe, he's saying that he will not accept mediocrity.
1: Yeah, and he's and, a Pittsburgh guy. He, doesn't, he wants his own guys. He wants someone that's going to be there for 20 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because they did the Amazon... Documentary last year, yes, so last yeah. season they were on Amazon, and they were and to, he, he he
0: likes being a front, like very front facing yeah, guy. Trying to tell
1: that he wanted to put his spin on it, but he was you can't change Rivera and Cam, mm-hmm. but now there's no Cam.
0: Oh, is there? Because I mean, if the Steelers coming in, they might want to keep him in.
1: If I was coming in as head coach of the Panthers, I would be at least franchise in Cam now. Like, mm-hmm. He'd have to, I'd have to keep him for another year. Because you like, don't know what you've got.
0: Yeah, the the, the Kyle Allen thing is like been it's been really up and down. It's been a real roller coaster. He's shown some flashes, and people are forgetting that he's still very young. So there's still like a lot of growing to be done there. Um and of course you've got Will Greer, King Greer on the bench as well, not getting an opportunity yet, but you know that's an option as well. But if you've already got Cam on your roster Yeah, I could see him being franchise tagged and then then maybe keeping him on. But again, it just depends on who it is that comes in, what what their vision is, and where they see them going. Freddie Kitchens. Okay, that would be interesting. (laughs) No, no, no. Please. I I don't don't need a quarterback who can throw the ball. All I need is someone who can try and dump it off uh, half a yard in front of them and have them fumble it. Perfect. Anyway, yeah, so... Fumble. Because it went forward. Yeah, okay, okay, whatever. No, no, whatever. Right, okay, so you've, immediate, yeah. you've immediately broke the discipline. Yeah. Uh, I was pure I was just ready to jump right okay, in on Tom. that. Okay, all right, cool, yeah. cool, okay. Yeah. Thanksgiving football, Darren. How about David Blatt? <laughs> he was all right. like He started off... Like, good, good start to the game. Really hot, yeah. Uh, definitely Purdue? fooded a bit after that. Yep. He was the backup at Purdue as yeah. well it took him a while to come to the boil mhm but yeah well like he was he was handy he was um able to like avoid rushers he had a, a really uh, like great like I say, great start to the game uh managed to give Kenny golliday a real um uh real, really big stat line in this one um, it was a 75-yard touchdown pass to start things off for them on their first drive. And then on their second drive, it was a short one over the middle to Marvin Jones. There were some good catches out there. He was making some decent throws. I, I, I don't think he's going to be a fantastic starting quarterback. Because, but like considering he did this against a still pretty decent Bears D, he's handy. And um, it's, it's better to know that you've got someone like him there than not. And like, who knows, they, he might have some trade value down the line. Especially if he has to play again, but I could probably just see him going back to Driscoll next week. But I don't
1: know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping someone got my "come to the boil" comment about Purdue and them being the Boilermakers, makers. But uh, I went right over my head.
0: It works now. Okay, in cool. In cool.
1: Wisconsin top, I'm wearing my, Purdue um, like the one of the rivals.
0: Yeah, that's. I was just ignoring it, of course, because yeah. I'm such a big Wisconsin fan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it must have been an absolutely great feeling for the guy to come straight in and throw a 75-yard bomb. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Did it, Was that a broken coverage? I think they were all broken coverage.
0: Yeah. Well, he but, like, he, he found them. Yep. <laughs> they, were, they were there. He had to keep his eyes up. He had to avoid a, a pretty big-time pass rush from the Bears as well. Um, Did you
1: expect the Lions to go 3-8-1 and one this far in? Without Stafford, know. I guess. But
0: Yeah, well, I think they've, they've been really unfortunate. I think that they have had a quite a few close games they have been in games. Um I don't think I don't think they've really been blown out this season have they? Really. Did um, you count
1: the um Cardinals coming back as a blowout?
0: Cuz <laughs> that was I, I, 17 mm, points in like 8 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't wasn't great. <laughs> but um yeah, so uh, this this one was 24-20 to the Bears uh, Mitch Trubisky uh, came back and had a, a decent game but I mean I was still looking at him thinking uh, although although he only had like he completed 29 of 38 for 330, 338 yards, three, three touchdowns and a pick it still looked like it was his receivers who were buying him out of a lot of these um, it wasn't it just didn't look right a lot of the time. Yeah. But, you know, if he puts up the stats and comes out there with a win, you know, they're 6-6 six and six now. They're not totally out of it yet, although you'd think they would be in that division yeah. at the very least.
1: Well, I think there's got to be a lot on Matt Nagy here because you look at what the Josh Allens and Lamar Jacksons are doing. And then, once again, even though they won the game, like Mitch should be four carries for four yards. Like, they're not utilising them like they did last season. And he's not a good enough pocket player to sit in and have to throw 38 times. No. And it's just not going to work against better teams.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the Detroit secondary is not exactly great, other than like Darius Slay, uh, who came up with a pick in this one as well. They're just not a very good defense in general like that, that front sevens I mean sorry the front four I think it's a Four four, four one Snacks uh, yeah Snacks Snacks Harrison like plugging up the middle uh, True Flowers still hasn't quite hit his stride although he did get a sack in this game Um, yeah I don't know like I I, I, I don't think that it's quite working out in Detroit but they're not far away from doing something hmm. like pretty decent uh, so I think like Matt, Matt, Matt Patricia's butt will be a little bit hot right now um. So they'll they'll want to be keeping close tabs on that. But yeah, three eight and one, interesting place for them to be. Watching the um the Bears,
1: I, I do think that they really they're missing Akeem Hicks.
0: Like, oh, big time! Yeah. He's
1: made such, not having him such a big difference to this team because you look at the players they're using to fill in those
0: gaps, and it's just.
1: It's not the same.
0: No, definitely not. They've had some some problems there. Um, people who didn't have problems, uh, like we say, Kenny Galladay had 158 yards on four receptions, including a touchdown and a couple of big time grabs. Anthony Miller also had nine receptions for 140 yards. So yeah, he had some 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 good contributors on either side there. Um Dave Montgomery was getting quite heavily involved. Bo well, Scarborough looked alright. Um, so he he might be um, like a, a decent plug-in guy for Detroit, but if you're going to be behind in all the games going forward, then it might not matter so much, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we'll like Kenny Galladay, we we'll like Anthony Miller, David Blau. You know, props for giving it a shot. His his interception was just on a toss-up at the end that he had to get rid of. Um, so I think he came out of this one looking good, and yeah. he will go down in history as one of the many QBs who have played on Thanksgiving Day yes <laughs> whether it will be anything else remains to be seen shall we move on yes okay then and the next game was the Buffalo Bills I, now I'll, I'll go as far as to say domination against the Cowboys amazing really. um, so
1: good and the Cowboys you know, that first drive was really good yeah the opening drive they went 7-0 up they looked great and it's I beautiful. thought it was going to be a blowout and then suddenly it just doesn't quite click they give the Bills too many opportunities and then mm-hmm. And then suddenly the Bills get thirteen points while conceding in the second quarter, and the game's over. Yeah, they never came back. I don't think they completed a third down for like most of the second quarter and the third quarter. They were really bad.
0: It was it was strange and like you wouldn't think of it by looking at some of the stat line. Like like you mentioned, it was a really efficient first drive. Um, but then because they fell behind, they had to keep going for things, and there was a, I think there was a few missed field goals in this one as well. I think Brett Meyer had a terrible day. Um, yeah, he missed two field goals, um, which would have made this one a little bit more interesting and certainly changed the dynamic of the game had they got to that point uh, in the fourth quarter, having kept it close. But Dak Prescott had another 355-yard game today and two touchdowns and a rather iffy-looking pick. Um, like their running game was decent as well, but they because they fell behind, they had to stop using it. And that allowed the Bills to just chew it up. Uh, pretty efficiently, picking up the, the first downs when they needed to. Uh, Josh Allen um, was like just really good again, really efficient. Uh, 19 of 24 for 231 and a touchdown and no picks. As well as a rushing touchdown on 10 carries for 43. He was, he was good.
1: Yeah, I... This NFC East is a dumpster <laughs> fire. And we said that kind of going into the season about Two of the teams in this division, but mm-hmm. the other two haven't been much better.
0: Cowboys are six and six now after starting the season four or oh, no, five and oh? Was it four and oh I think. But who the play? Exactly. That's that's the thing that people were were kind of like, oh, humming and haying about, myself included. Um, but I, I thought that they were still gonna be a capable team. Uh, and for the most part they are, but like now they're six and six. And yeah, I don't know, like I, I can't really see them beating Good teams. It'll be interesting to see what they do against uh, New England soon. So I think that's going to be one to watch really closely.
1: Yeah, it's going to be so much fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley had a really good uh, good day today revenge against his old old team. Um, yeah, he had uh, over a hundred yards receiving in this one, and. Um, and with the Cowboys, he had 100 plus receiving yards only once in the 66 games he had there. So it was
1: fun watching this game with Romo and the call. Yeah, being like, Cole oh, was there? I couldn't even give it to going to call. Oh, got call. The call. <laughs> he just like, like same him. routes. He said he said he was running the same routes he ran for him. and
0: mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's and think, really bringing him back to.
1: It. I'm not sure who the is it. Buck? No, it's Aikman. Who's the whoever the
0: Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? Yeah, I don't know
1: who they the colour guy oh with Romo play by play with Romo was oh, oh, no oh, I, I can't course. remember
0: no I can't I can't remember ah that's annoying
1: yeah but he was going oh Colby's you know you don't expect him to get it and I was like no you do expect him to get it Colby was like one of the best receivers I've ever had He's like pumping it up <laughs> and he got these got the points so proud of him happy for him like alright just looking at this, have no idea where Dak Prescott found 355 yards. Am I looking for it? Cooper getting 85, in getting 42. Like, mm. I don't remember any of these in the game. <laughs> Were they all on the first drive? Did they go up and down four times? Cause, it kind of feels it, doesn't it? I well, like they, they, they got
0: else. close and it was really close field goals that um, Meyer was missing for the most part as well. It was really bad. By the way, John Brown threw for a touchdown in this as well. Yes. First yes. Uh, wide receiver in... Bill's history to throw for a TD.
1: Should have traded for Mo (laughs) Sunu.
0: Yeah. Um, So, so yeah, I think Buffalo are trending in the right direction. They're just one game behind the Pats now, I believe. Uh, Spoiler. Um, And Cowboys are uh, failing a bit. Do you
1: think the Bills will maybe kind of kick themselves? Maybe they would have maybe had a trade or something they could have made
0: this season? To get what?
1: Just to get a little bit more like that, like, to go up against them over, them over the edge do you think they expected themselves to be at 9-3 and three with 12 games gone I think they fully
0: did I, I, I think they realised what they had in that defence and um, I think the fact that Josh Allen has for the most part started coming into his own um, they can be happy with that cool it's good to see ok moving on uh, the New Orleans Saints um, mm-hmm. beating the Atlanta Falcons and again this one wasn't really close either it was a lot closer on the score sheet than it was in um, reality.
1: Because of the Korean legend, South Korean legend.
0: Uh, Young Hoku, Koo, uh, the kicker for the AFL, red veteran. Yeah, yeah. So he, he missed a field goal in this one as well, and an extra point. So he wasn't looking fantastic, really. Um, and yeah, the, the Falcons just looked a bit silly. Um, Favourite highlight was Matt Ryan throwing an interception to a defensive lineman. Right. And trying to, trick, try to chase him down, only to get a stiff arm from hell down the sideline. That was um, really <laughs> funny to watch. It's a shy Tuttle, I believe he's an undrafted free agent, or he was like a six rounder or something.
1: Tell his grandkids um, about that one. Oh,
0: yeah, he loved that. And um, yeah, the, the, they were just all over them. Like, Drew Brees didn't need to do much in this one. Um, he was 18 and 30 for 184 yards. And um, uh, like. <sighs> Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It's, it's hard hard to say anything about it. The Saints weren't exactly on top form, but they, they were still comfortable.
1: Yeah, they're in control up until the, the last um, quarter. Mhm. And you know, Atlanta. They they do what they need to do. They get themselves an onside kick. They give themselves a chance. Yeah. Only ends up being one score. They probably killed a few betters with the. Mhm.
0: The last with couple. The spreads there, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and.
1: You know, the Saints, they're just going to keep tricking along until they get knocked out of the playoffs by an official's call. So.
0: <laughs> Harsh. I think they did have another couple of interesting ones that was clearly Sean Payton just trying to test the referees. Because there was one call which went in the Falcons' favour, uh, which is quite similar to the one that Payton was challenging. And he could, see, he could see it in his eyes that he was just looking a little bit shifty, like, I'm just going to, just going to try my luck here. And he didn't get it. And he's like, well... That's a, that's another one. Um Yeah, didn't need Michael Thomas to be
1: on all cylinders in this one.
0: Still got six catches though. That's you know gonna add add to his total quite nicely. He's I think st- still on pace for that record. But yeah, he's s- away. slowed down ever so slightly.
1: That's right. Anyway, this game was like a week ago, so, yeah. yeah,
0: okay, yeah. Um, props to Cam Jordan, though, he was an absolute monster four in this sacks? One. four sacks in this one. Um He's the first Saints player since Wayne Martin back in nineteen ninety seven uh, with four sacks for the Saints, uh, and with this, Saints clinched their third consecutive NFC South Division title. This
1: division should be more hard.
0: It really should be
1: in in plain English. <laughs> in bad English.
0: It's fun. I I I would happily watch a Bucks game any day of the week right now just because they're so volatile. Well, I say a, a Bucks game has to be the right one because. Depends on what version of them shows up, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Saints win this one 26 18. Uh, Falcons have really regressed back to where they belong, which is a team who should not be winning any football games. Yep. And Saints move to 10 2. Uh, and the first of our uh, non Thanksgiving games is the Tennessee Titans victory over the Indianapolis Colts 31 uh, 17, pushing the Titans out to seven and five ahead of the Colts are now six and six um, uh, and the, the, the Ryan Tannehill era continues to chug along quite nicely um, but um, helped vastly by a guy that you don't particularly like in the backfield Derek Henry he's,
1: he's- kind of growing on me yeah it's about time i think he's getting a bit more consistent i think there's like three weeks in a row he's had these kind of numbers yeah i think last year i kind of saw derrick henry like we see Fournette this year where mm. it just feels like he's really good but when you actually watch a whole game it's like where were you on third down yeah and then suddenly he breaks off a 70 yard run on first down
0: and then that pads his stats and yeah, stuff and yeah it
1: doesn't really help the fact that he wasn't breaking the he wasn't getting the th- Two, three, and twos, and the four, mm-hmm. you know, the four and ones. Um, but he seems to have kind of elevated a bit. He just seems to be a lot more consistent. He's getting in the end zone so much. He's gonna on on these kind of stats. He's gonna end up being like a top fantasy pick next year. Absolutely, Where I think some in, in the last yeah, like the third
0: round this year. In the last sixteen games, I think he's got something like twenty touchdowns and seventeen hundred yards. If you if you put if you like just move that forward a little bit and you put it into an actual season, that is your number one overall pick yeah. <laughs> in fantasy. <laughs> like, uh, and I, th- I think in our our league is going to become available after this season as well, so it mm. will be interesting. Um, yeah, Henry was absolutely smashing it. Um Tanhill was just spreading it around a little bit. The Colts were Colts were turning it over. Jacoby Brissett had uh, two picks in this game, uh, but he was really throwing to no one. Uh, you, what you guys Zach Pascal's like emerging a bit as decent, but he's also thrown to Marcus Johnson, Ras Trafus, uh, Ashton Doolin. I mean, who are these guys? These oh. jabronis. And there was um yeah, there was, there was fumbles here and there. It was just it was just messy. Actually, like, you know, there was fumbles on the Tennessee side of things as well, but the Colts just couldn't get out of their own way in this one.
1: Do we think Vinatieri's
0: done? Oh, sadly, like he, he needs to think about it because this was three missed field goals in this one. To be fair, one of them was a 55-yarder. But he's clearly just having one of the worst seasons from, from an established kicker that we've seen. And for, for, for a guy in his position who will go down as like probably the closest thing to a, a, a first ballot Hall of Famer for a kicker because of what he's done in the past, he's... I wouldn't say he's... Uh, soiling his legacy, but it's not looking good. Like the one kick he did make was a twenty-eight yarder, which I could make.
1: One thing I found quite amazing was I saw um someone posted the um video from ESPN, the Sports Center video where mm-hmm. Terry's going through the metal detector mm-hmm. and he keeps forgetting his super bowl rings. so he's like oh i <laughs> forget about this one and then it like pans out and like three people back in the queue is um jim kelly oh that's really harsh <laughs> and it's like they it would have been back i think it was just after the Colts one the manning one in the mm mid 2000s or whatever it was so. yeah,
0: for, for, for those not up on their early 90s NFL knowledge Jim Kelly was the uh, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills who went to four Super Bowls in five years and lost every single one of them probably the most amazing unfortunate situation. documentary
1: by Ferdy Ferdy called The Four Falls of Buffalo oh boy which because there are four yeah. falls around Buffalo as well and it's just it's amazing it's so good and it tells like the story of the kicker who ended up being mayor mm-hmm. he missed the field goal
0: Yeah. Against l- l- the... Laces out. Yeah. And then he, he
1: ended up being mayor of Buffalo. Yeah. So there's like some really cool stuff in there, but then a lot of it's more about Jim Kelly being sick and trying to recover and stuff as well. Yeah, because so long... he was was
0: had cancer sufferer.
1: He's got throat cancer.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. like
1: in remission and then I think he's got it again.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we're doing a really terrible job of being disciplined here. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, um it... I'm like trying to take away from the game because one, yeah. I didn't watch it. And two, <laughs> and then, AFC South, I have...
0: Close. I it's just want to see
1: who it is that's going to come out and get knocked out in the first round.
0: <laughs> well, on, on pace at the moment, it's looking like it's going to be uh, the Texans, but we'll get onto them shortly. Yeah, but they always um, seem
1: to steal a wild card space. Mm, they? Yeah. These, uh, they, how does it happen? Oh, yeah, do I don't know.
0: But um, Tennessee moved to seven and five. It's a pretty good record for that. Ryan Tannehill has them rolling, man. Um, like, like they could really actually do something at this point good I think is that three straight wins for them
1: well didn't Tannehill get them to like two playoffs in a row
0: Mm -hmm. well the Dolphins two playoffs in a row which is incredible yeah and then he injured
1: Matt Moore had to come in
0: yeah Um, let's just see the the, the Titans running I just want to check it real quick so they've got Raiders Texans Saints and Texans again so it's not an easy run no and those two games against the Texans will probably decide that division I think that's fair to say they need to
1: have a home stand there. could probably get the Texans. The home game against Texans, minimum to stay in it.
0: Yeah, that's that's on the thirtieth of December. So that's the last game of the regular season. Anywhere. So yeah, yeah we we'll that goes. Colts not looking fantastic, um, but still six and six, still in it. But with that wide receiving court, I mean, like their their top weapons from the start of the season, every single one of them is out or retired. If and- you the Colts have two
1: all pros from last year's draft and um, Nelson and um, Leonard and they're going to go into this year's draft needing wide receiver help and this is the most deep wide receiver draft probably in history Mm. where the best wide receiver for Alabama might not even be the first Mm -hmm. wide receiver picked and they just seem to have played it perfectly. Mm. They're going to go into this draft needing offensive weapons and I think they're going to have their pick. can pick up three or four wide receivers in this draft, and really not lose anything as long as they keep the players they've got.
0: Yeah, like, um, like, do you you, you think they still need to do something at quarterback real quick?
1: No, I think Brissett.
0: I think Brissett's solid. He's,
1: you know, two years. Luck will come back. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, they paid him his money, so they still had his rights. Wouldn't be surprised.
0: True that. We'll see how it goes. Randall Cunningham stuff. Mm Hmm. Um. Let's look now at the New York Jets and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, the Bengals my, got a win, Darren. My Yay. list had a different game, and I was getting excited. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. The oh, yeah. Bengals
1: did get a win. Well done, Bengals. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really annoyed that they put Dalton back in ahead of playing the, the Browns next week. <laughs> uh, oh. Can we get Finley again? Mm. Even better. Can we get like AJ McCarron or whoever? AJ McCarron's in Houston Texas.
0: now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, just just bring him back. Why not? Um, yeah, and um, for the most part, uh, Dalton was all right. He spread the ball about a lot better than you'd expect to like you'd expect um, Ryan Finley would have.
1: The PFF guy said that the Bengals have a really good defensive coaching system. Like mm. their coaches are really good, and just eventually you're gonna get at least one game where it clicks.
0: And in this game, it did. Carlos Dunlap had three sacks. Sam Hubbard had one. Uh, I think um, I can barely remember watching a play from this game where Sam Darnold wasn't under duress of some kind. Uh, he had 20 incompletions in this one, uh, 28 for 48, Are they really, 239 that yards. Really his fault though? <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> like he's not exactly throwing to a, a stellar wide receiving core. There, Robbie Anderson had probably his best game of the season. Seven catches for 101. Mm-hmm. Lev Bell is still just, just chugging along with a couple of catches and a few yards every week. He's just not producing. But that offensive line is pretty garbage, and the weapons they have are also pretty garbage.
1: Yes. Robbie Anderson getting over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Levy on Bell only getting 32 yards. What is up with the Jets? Like, seriously.
0: It's hard to tell. I, I Again, I don't think that Lev Bell is topped. 80 yards rushing in a game this season. If I do think it's, it's possible to. No, not behind that line. They're they're pretty terrible. On the, on the defensive side of the ball, their, their defensive line's pretty good. They're really good against the run. Uh, their defensive backs are still a problem. Um, but, you know, they, they, they still managed to cause slight problems for for the Bengals this week. But, yep. Yeah. Does anyone want the first overall pick? It doesn't seem like it. Bengals are probably still going to get it I mean even if AJ Green does come back and play some, some games here uh, quarterback, I don't know. <laughs> he's going to have Where's to play everything play?
1: Uh, I, I, I don't know A corner bring him back uh, up corner you know instead of had Draco Patrick
0: yeah. oh boy again plug me in there it'll be fine so yeah uh, they've got the Browns next week followed by the Patriots Dolphins and then the Browns again so yeah you've got to play Andy Dalton twice potentially um, I feel
1: like he's going to get one of them
0: I think so too. Uh, around, the, around, around, around the NFL's, around the NFL's, Chris Wessling hasn't beaten the Patriots in, uh, in in that game, and that's in Foxborough. But the Bengals—that Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be amazing. That would probably be my favorite result of all time. <laughs> Sorry. Can you Imagine Dalton walked off and just said, "I'm done. Mm-hmm. See ya." Why you playing the XFL? Mic drop. Uh, I should clarify, not my favorite result of all time because I would say Broncos Super Bowl wins and other Patriots Super Bowl losses
1: that was a really boring disclaimer
0: needed mm-hmm. to do it anyway that was the kind
1: of disclaimer that comes after those medicine adverts where it's like may cause diarrhea
0: yeah exactly well that was verbal diarrhea <laughs> from myself at that point
1: anyway can we go to the, one of the good games that was after this game uh, that-
0: yes very, but very briefly I just want to point out that the Jets are the first team in NFL history to lose uh, to two teams of 0-7 or worse entering their matchup in the same season so yeah oh, Adam break,
1: breaking records like <laughs> he said he would
0: yeah Right, which game do you want to talk about, Dan?
1: Um, well, there was this game played in the rain that was a lot of fun. It was out in um, out in. Uh, if it's the one that we're talking, Santa about. Clara. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. No, it was in Baltimore, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was in Baltimore. Oh, well, that's. Well, yeah, it was raining. But yeah, it, well, like, yeah, it, it can rain in Santa Clara as well, <laughs> quite heavily at that. But yeah. Really good game. A lot of people were saying potential Super Bowl preview. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Baltimore Ravens. And I think it lived up to the billing, man. It was so good.
1: So the game ended 20-17 to 17 to the Ravens. Tucker hitting 49-yard field goal right through the pegs. That was probably... In the last
0: kick of the game and the pissing rain. That is clutch as... Because like if you see the rain just teeming down... Uh, like to make a kick like that under those conditions is incredible. And, and Justin he didn't Tucker is just like
1: even phased. It was uh, like you know, some kickers they, they pretend to kick the ball a couple of times so mm-hmm. play with the grass, he was just like nah
0: got it. He's got, he did his thing. He's, he's just he's excellent at doing it, he's done it like that for a long time. Yeah, Justin Tucker probably one of the one of the best kickers we've ever seen. Um Lamar Jackson didn't have spectacular numbers through the air. It's like, oh, he only had 14 completions for 105 yards and a touchdown. But he ran 16 times for 101 yards. And Mark Ingram was pretty effective too. But it was just, it was a real chugging defensive battle um, for for the most part of this game, certainly in the second half. um, The the first half, it, it started off looking like it was going to be explosive because there was touchdowns in the first two drives. Uh, firstly for Jimmy Garoppolo finding Debo Samuel for a 33 yard touchdown. Uh, Sorry, it wasn't immediately after that that the Ravens got theirs. Um, On uh, San Francisco's next drive they fumbled to give the Ravens a short field and then Lamar Jackson found Mark Andrews and then it was just tip for tap all the way after that.
1: Well the that's how Mark Andrews it's a bit of an enigma. Some weeks he, he doesn't really show up, and then other weeks he's the red zone threat. You know, he's a fantasy god. He's, he's the...
0: scored two touchdowns for me in three weeks since I've acquired him. Thanks, Jim you for listening. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Saved my ass this week. <laughs> and it's
1: just, he's so good. And he's just the system we're playing. You can see, you know, six receptions to their tight end. You see teams like the Lions. Like the Lions had Hawkinson, who He's probably one of the best Titans already in the league, getting what three receptions for like eight yards or something. Mm. And it's just you see, if you play a system that splits off power, you can really, really damage some really good defenses. Yeah. And God, what about Lamar? What about Lamar?
0: Yeah, like, like, like we say, though he didn't have his most impressive passing performance 100 yards in, rushing, yeah, but in, in this game, under these circumstances, in that weather it was it was a pretty good game plan and it all worked together it it just managed to come down to who had the ball last effectively and um, yeah uh, like I say in weather like that you don't want to be passing it particularly much because that then causes a problem with uh, you know slippery ball interceptions happen uh, you get like tip drills yeah, but like, I have to say that Raheem Mostert in this one was oh, uh, so good. balling as well. Yeah. 19 carries for 146 yards. A uh,
1: couple that he broke off were just amazing.
0: It was crazy. a uh, 40-yard touchdown where he just seemed to run around the entire team and then just skip past people on his way to the end zone. It was, was really impressive. Um, but yeah, for, 49ers. I, I mean, this, this game, I don't think we... Can say definitively that the Forty ers were a worse team than the Ravens, though.
1: In the Forty ers are pretty much an indoor team. Like you know, you say that the Saints play indoor, and <laughs> the Forty ers play in California mm-hmm. in this beautiful new stadium. Like they, they pretty much play indoors. They play in the sun. They really rarely play in bad weather. They rarely have to deal with the the, the conditions.
0: It rains in Santa Clara, not
1: as much as it rains in Baltimore. No, and that's true. Buffalo. And- <laughs> So I don't get shows where they're at to stay in this game. Mm-hmm. I think they could have turned off and been like, oh, for God's sake. It's not <laughs> going to stop us beating the Rams and the Seahawks to our division. Like, let's just get through this one and go home. But they mm-hmm. really got in. I know um, some of their running plays didn't really work. um Mozart really had to dig it out. Like, kind of found them from nowhere off their mm-hmm. practice squad. And a couple of the plays to Coleman in the first half were were a bit uh, backward mm-hmm. yeah. like <laughs> he was going anywhere yeah. so he they had to make much. adjustments and I mean because we know that is Juszczyk still injured though? he's not
0: Carl Juszczyk Uh he, been, he... No, I think he was playing he
1: has been playing yeah I, think he I was know playing. he was a bit injured and you know, he's not he's not been using him as much and mm-hmm. they've had to adjust and can I say you know they 17 all with a second to go it's pretty good against this Ravens team and unfortunately they went up against someone like Tucker and I have a feeling that next week when the Ravens play the Bills it's going to be the difference between Houshka and Tucker in that one. Well
0: I think um, it, it has to be mentioned that um, Robbie Gould did miss a, a field goal in this one which would have actually, yeah yeah, it was a, a bit of a bad shank. Um so like that had had he actually got that one at the end of the second, then obviously it might have changed the complexion of the game in terms of what co- other teams would go for. And- yeah. Um so it ended up being uh it was an attempted fifty one yarder and just, just blocked and uh, they ended up losing the game. Um yeah, this was this is a really good game and, and, but like it's kind of hard for me to just pinpoint one thing or another. I think it was just really hard fought. Um, well, Lamar
1: getting a couple, a couple of them um, first down on four, fourth down. He was running mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. and he just kept the chains moving. And yeah, he did have one
0: bad fumble. Um but it happens when yeah, you run it that much? Exactly. In the and yeah, it's, it's it's hard hard to hold on to it like that when you're being spun around and you don't know where someone else is and how to control the ball. Um But um for the most part, Baltimore's offensive line, uh, even though they were down an offensive lineman. Uh, managed to really still protect Lamar who was only sacked once in this game by Devoris Buckner um, yeah I'd, I'd watch this again in the Super Bowl
1: I'd
0: watch it again just watch it again <laughs> absolutely do you want to do that <laughs> we're right, right back guys we're going to watch this game yeah again. No, it was it
1: was, watchable.
0: Yeah, really really like fun despite the fact it wasn't offensive fireworks it's just kind of fun watching it in the rain and uh, we got a snow game in this uh, this week as well so we could talk about that too yeah um, Okay, we are doing terrible for being disciplined because we really enjoyed that game. Um, Redskins-Carolina?
1: Yeah, well I guess um, if you lose to the Redskins like this, you get fired. I think that's fair. And I'm (laughs) fine with it because McCaffrey gets no points for me this week.
0: You can't you can't say that Ron Rivera was fired because he didn't get you fantasy points.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm going off of.
0: All right, okay. Or did you make calls to, to David Tepper and just say like, "Hey, come on, like seriously, cannot allow this to happen." I
1: only won by six points in my game I should mm. have, without any of my running backs getting any points. <laughs> Knocked me out of the points championship. Oh, go cry! <laughs> oh, um, yeah. This so- should have been an easy win for the Panthers, and it wasn't. And they're probably out of it now And Redskins won far. back-to-back
0: games man maybe they're maybe they're on a tear they nope. don't want to be anyone near that first overall pick no
1: nope. <laughs> it's good having Geis back yeah Geis back made a difference didn't really get McLaurin involved
0: got Sprinkle and Harmon it was all about the running game for the Redskins uh, who between Peterson and Geis uh, topped over 200 yards <laughs> yes uh, it, was, it was good and like both got like Geis got two touchdowns on the ground and Peterson got one Haskins was unimpressive again, and um, it just came down to, to to turnovers for the most part as well. Carolina went up in this game; uh, they were up fourteen three at the end of the first quarter, and then were blanked in the second and third, and could only muster a, a, a touchdown in the final quarter when they were actually already quite far behind, thanks to um, th- thanks to scores from Geis and uh, Peterson in this one. It was um, ugly. Yeah, like they were—they were, they were just—I don't want to say, like outclassed because the Redskins are still not very good, but they were just—they were dominated in the running game, both sides of the ball. Christian McCaffrey was never allowed to really get into it. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I just—I just
1: really did not like this game. Every time I look <laughs> at Peterson's like numbers, and I'm just like Saints. We'll let him go without playing him mm-hmm. and they obviously they are relying a bit on Latavius Murray I just could they have like given him a go and actually can you imagine the Saints of Peterson this I... Peterson I don't think he was that the Peterson he is today wasn't the Peterson that was at the Saints
0: mm. but the, but the Peer- Peterson that has been there his entire career is not a receiving back and that's something that the Saints value more than others. He was always like, he'd be your power speed running guy. Um, At least Latavius Murray is a little bit more versatile in the passing game. I think that's the the real reason that Peterson wasn't involved as much. They just said like, oh, we'll we'll give you a go. Then when he didn't like the fact that he wasn't getting to carry the load, uh, he was like, nah, I'm out, kick up a fuss and away I go.
1: I wonder if Peterson now, after realising what Kamara is, because mm-hmm. this was in Kamara's rookie season that mm-hmm. he was there maybe he would have changed he would have done things differently to stay
0: I knowing know. that Should've Kamara is
1: this guy like because I think it was like we're going to play Kamara and he's like nah I'm gone <laughs> but it's good to see him getting some points showing
0: yeah, good that
1: for him. him and Gore showing that running backs don't have to retire at 29
0: yep he's, uh, he's what did he do now Um, he is now within I think one or two touchdowns of uh, Walter Payton on that on the all-time touchdowns list which is good for him um, Panthers are terrible in D
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially that that running defense is the worst in the league and it really shows because pretty much all they had to focus on was stopping the run but you look at the the, players it, the, and the it's just like,
1: seriously
0: it. like Brian Irvin Brian Burns Bruce, Bruce Irvin uh, Brian Burns Eric back there's a safety and stuff like that Shaq Thompson's in there as well but uh, Luke Keekley's just not really having the best season of his career um, yeah, yeah De- defence was supposed to be Ron Rivera's strong suit and that's why he's out Redskins yep. win 29-21
1: yep anyway
0: moving on cool cool what would you want to do next
1: Uh me just
0: do it. Okay, Tampa versus Jacksonville. So, Mm. uh, battle of the basement dwellers for the most part, really. Uh, Tampa, at least, are more interesting to watch right now. Nick Foles got benched at halftime in this one, man, because they were uh, twenty-five nothing down at the half, and just nothing was clicking at all. Um, So they brought back out Gardner Minshew, who then put up eleven unanswered points and kind of was just about getting back into it for. Uh, throwing a pick to to end uh, any hopes of a possible comeback but yeah Foles just not getting it done again in Jacksonville whereas um, James Winston on the other side is being decent enough again no picks from him this week Peyton Barber gave him the touchdowns. two rushing touchdowns yeah but it's alright <laughs> this is a boring game man. <laughs> it's so good I think when a, game, a team's winning
1: 25-0 at halftime mm-hmm. when No team in the NFL should be losing by that much Mm. at halftime in a game. Um, and Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. The Jags have kind of shot themselves. They went back to falls and they've had a couple of bad losses and I guess they'll be wishing they knew what would happen if they kept the the Minshew in. Mm -hmm. Gardner, Flint, Minshew (laughs) the second. (laughs) Even though there isn't the and, never and there isn't <laughs> anyone called Flint <laughs> <laughs> I mean call himself what you want I like it it was brilliant because I think so he said he's Gardner Minshew the second but there was no Gardner Minshew the first his middle name's Flint after his granddad, but his granddad's name was like Brian or something mm-hmm. and he just said it so deadpan and it's like Okay.
0: It's like, okay, we well, <laughs> won't, won't ask any more. We're fine, we'll, t- we'll take that. Uh, talking of moving on, that's what the Jaguars will probably be thinking of doing. I think Doug Marone Maybe is gone. They're gone. So paying 88 million to falls.
1: Yeah. I still think falls is fine, they just need to actually... I think if you it's miss like, so many games, then... It's a bit rough to put him back
0: in. The the, the difference between Falls and Minshew is that Falls will just stand there and, and take, take whatever it. hit comes at him, which is happening a lot behind that offensive line, whereas Minshew will duck and dodge and bob and weave his way around people uh, and keep himself alive, which is something that they just need back there. Um, I also think Minshew's touchdown
1: to Armstead weeks ago mm-hmm. was probably my favorite touchdown of the season mm. it was like manzel like you just somehow managed to like college <laughs> college Man- Manzel, college Manzel. thank you for clarifying that i wasn't like going to stand for that around the people like elbowing him in the face and somehow mm. manages to get out enough to just find armstead and that was just raw talent and just mm-hmm. like if you have raw talent and then you've got someone like Foles who's coming back halfway through the season mm-hmm. you're already losing why put Foles back in yeah. You know what you have with Foles. You know if you get a new coach next year, they might be able to work with it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I can see a, Foles a, this can, is a
1: bit of a Case Keenum, bit of a. Like,
0: I, don't, I don't know. Like I think Foles is alright in the right system. I can see them looking to trade him and um, eating some of the cap. Yeah, uh, just, just to, just to move him on. I don't want to go to Denver, uh, but. Um, yeah, I I don't believe in falls that much. I don't think he works in that system. He's just one of these guys who will stand there like Joe Flacco. Whereas we need someone who's a little bit more mobile. And we'll get on to Drew Lock later on. Cool. Um, someone who did have another good game. A boy, Shack Barrett, got another two sacks back where he belongs on top of the sack leaderboard. Fourteen and a half sacks on the season now. Some effort. Well done, Shack. Well done, Shack. Again, call, call
1: us, man. Call yeah. us. We're moving on to another bl- the other blowout. Should we just bang through these four blowouts?
0: Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. okay so, so in this in this one, uh, uh, Tampa Bay win twenty eight. Uh, it's Jacksonville's eleven. We think Doug Marrone's on the way out. Uh, oh, what can I say? Just to round it off. Um, uh, First. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much it. <laughs> De- Devin White uh, recovered a fumble for a touchdown uh, and had an interception reception as well. Okay. Moving on. The only one I
1: got right in the draft.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fifth overall to Tampa. Apparently putting greedy but Williams
1: third to the Jets kind of screwed up my draft.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it happens. Uh, knock-ons. So uh, next one, what do you want to talk about? Packers Giants. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really watch it. Dan Snow guns. game, Darren. <laughs> it was fun. And they, like, in I didn't the fir- even know it was a snow game until the first I looked at it. First half in particular, it was coming down with those, those like big, thick, chunky flakes. It's like oh, this, the the grass started getting whiter and whiter, and you had to like superimpose the the lines over the top of everything for the TV people. Um, yeah, it's, just it's kind like a like snow
1: game, like in the thing, mm-hmm. where like just giants getting ripped down by Rogers and just blood <laughs> all over the <laughs> snow and. <sighs> He's a bit of a predator in this game. Four touchdowns, no oh, interceptions, two hundred and sixty-three yards. Got Jones involved, got Williams involved, did just enough. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazard with hundred yards receiving.
0: On three catches, he had two two really big ones. Uh yeah, he just he looked good. Um you mentioned Aaron Jones getting involved. That was mainly in the, the passing game yeah. He was good because he was not particularly great as a runner. Um but um there's got everyone involved. Like, Look yeah. at that receiving list. How, like many, how many receivers? Team. So how many people were targeted? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different targets for Rodgers in this one. Um, and for the most part, really effective. Uh, the, the fact that Daniel Jones threw three picks in this one really didn't help their cause. It certainly helped uh, Rodgers and Co., Rodgers was like the stat line looks relatively pedestrian apart from his four touchdowns he was he was zipping it and doing that in the snow is hard and it's really fun to watch him do that yeah like it's, it's one of my favourite things to do um, yeah Jones's three picks uh, at least two of those were really rather nasty looking um, just just like really a, a bad read ball was just thrown way too deep um, overthrew a couple of guys um, he's still got a lot to learn. Uh, Saquon had a, a half decent day, but that's kind of really flattering for him because I think most of those yards did come on a couple, like like maybe two big runs, and everything else was him getting stuffed. Saquon
1: is a tier one talent, but he's it's like t- everyone's he's saying on a tier ten team. You can't pick a running back when you need so many other positions filled. And do you feel like they've missed like Baker and? And these guys, like the wide receivers they picked up, are you seeing any anything from this team or is it just all based on the um, how bad the team is as a collective? You can't really see what the the new talent that Gerroman's picked up actually looks like.
0: On, on the Giants, I think um, uh, Darius Slayton's shown, shown in flashes that he can be a pretty good player, certainly for, for what they have. Sterling Shepard came back this week and caught himself a touchdown, so that was good but yeah I wasn't really seeing much else from them there well when I did my workout <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: they were very good
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds about right you go
1: back and listen to our second I think like our second and third podcast mm-hmm. like 90% Giants being terrible
0: yeah, yeah. I think oh, what was it we said I think um, we were talking about who was going to be worse Giants or Redskins and I thought that the Redskins would probably be a little bit worse and uh, I, think it's, I mean I I, th- I still think that on paper the Redskins have been worse throughout the course of the season um, maybe it just depends on who you play but um, yeah Pat Shermer might be gone after this season he I hasn't think.
1: really done anything has he
0: no and um, apparently his press conference is quite painful to, to watch cause it's just him kind of making excuses and stuff or trying to put a positive spin on it it's like so uh, Daniel Jones he threw three interceptions well at least today. he threw the ball yeah also, didn't get sacked. Didn't didn't fumble it. Oh, well done Danny Jones. Well done, Danny Dimes. You did not throw sorry, you did not fumble the ball. That's so, a, a plumbing. So the game
1: ends 31-13. There's a palindrome for you. Um moving on to the next one. Rams versus the Cardinals. Rams run out thirty-four to seven winners
0: in this one. Oh boy, they um just it, it wasn't even a contest. It looks like Uh, me me calling out Sean McVay last week worked asking him where are these Rams from last year because they showed up in this one Uh,
1: 424 passing yards for golf
0: and And 3 yards passing for Bortles see those 424 yards passing he had I think 420 of them with 8 minutes still left in the 3rd quarter before they had just nothing to do in the in the rest of the game, so he he just absolutely dominated Arizona in this one. Uh, Todd Gurley had an, an excellent game. And just like it was only nineteen carries for ninety five yards and a, and a score, but he was really consistently picking up everything that he needed to do. Mm. Uh, uh, Malcolm Brown was all right as well. Daryl Henderson got involved a little bit, uh, but it was Robert Woods who was the the big time recipient of this one targeted. 19 times. 19 targets for 13 receptions, 172 yards. Like, the fact that they had him, Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, Josh Reynolds, all on the field at the same time, really starts to feel as if it's coming together. Yeah. Only when you have them all out there.
1: Well, they're still... They're at 7-5 now, and... They're not out of it yet. They're not out. They can beat... They've still got to play the 49ers and the Seahawks again. So mm-hmm. you can... Oh, what a division.
0: I know, right? Like like the think you still wouldn't count Arizona to beat anyone in that division. Either. The Rams strange. will be
1: kicking themselves over the, couple, the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, They've they
0: really shot themselves in the foot for a lot of this season and they're going to make it very difficult for themselves to go anywhere now. Especially in that division. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Just quickly though, uh, Taylor Rapp got an interception this one. Your boy Taylor Rapp. Yeah. you like him. I like how he pretty much picked
1: the Rams draft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did well. I had like their four picks that I said they were going to take, they
0: mm-hmm. took. Uh, before you skip right on, as well, um, we've got to say something about Arizona. They, they, again, they weren't, weren't good in this one. Um, David Johnson, four carries for fifteen yards. He's just not getting involved in this team anymore. Um, do you see them maybe? cutting him at the end of the season or trading yeah, I mean,
1: him I wouldn't doubt it um, I think he'd be quite good for the Bills to replace them Gore, Gore decides to hang it up mm. um, but I think his day is his number one back unless he can oh, really sure prove sad. his ankles are fine
0: I would take him at somewhere like Indianapolis I think he'd work out really nicely up there and they'd probably be looking for a lead back um, Oh, what else? D- Detroit would love him Marlon Mack gets injured for
1: one week and mm-hmm. you're already a nah, successor
0: That's on from now nah, Marlon Max
1: gone. Uh,
0: he's out after of
1: there. he ran for like 210 yards. But like,
0: I don't know. I just, I just, I see. I don't know what it is, but I just see running backs in Colts uniforms. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's you strange. Won Earl Campbell. He won the. Earl Earl, 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 Campbell? Earl Earl Campbell was um was uh, Houston Oilers. Pull with the glasses. Uh, Eric Dickerson, that was it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to play
1: work. for anyone, I want to make money. <laughs> oh, I moved to Indianapolis. Okay, fine, bye. okay, anyway, bye. okay. Um, moving on, mm-hmm. just like
0: Eric Dickerson did, move on. Chiefs Raiders, oh boy, see on, on my list, it's been uh, Browns Steelers for a while. It looks as if you're almost trying to, <laughs> no, I just want one. to bump through <laughs> these,
1: um, these uh. Oh, oh, the
0: crap ones. Okay, so yeah, Raiders were...
1: Gosh. This is like the Raiders of the last eight years or whatever it is getting absolutely the, the, trounced. That's, <laughs> that's,
0: that sounds like the, the, the worst Indiana Jones movie I've ever <laughs> yes. heard of. Raiders of the last eight years. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they didn't score a point until the fourth quarter um, when they were all, all already sizably behind. Yeah,
1: and they still gave up nine points in that quarter as well, so even
0: they they out-gained mm-hmm. the chiefs in this one which is f- amazing the fact that they were they, they lost 40 to 9 but like patrick mahomes only had 175 yards i think um the chiefs chiefs barely scraped over 250 yards in this one and uh, the raiders got something like uh, 350 that's just such a disparity and you think where is this coming from but it's it's like pick sixes and fumbles and just like like really poorly timed plays like fourth downs not being converted uh it's just some scrappy looking stuff and for the most part the things that i was looking at it's not necessarily the play calling for them that was the problem it was the execution yeah so there was things like a fourth down conversion which they were like looked to be running on an end round i think out to the out to the right hand side and um the runner just runs right in the back of his blocker and gets stuffed. Whereas there Arrowhead was lots of places that to found. Yeah, especially in November-December time. Arrowhead Stadium is a tough place to go. Very loud place. Um, yeah, uh, like I say, Chiefs weren't exactly fantastic in this one themselves. Um, they were kind of stuffed for a lot of it. Um, Mahomes ran in a touchdown from 23 yards out. Nice. It was good to see him, like over the jets yep properly moving as well um Derek, Derek Carr wasn't a wasn't a great performance from him Josh Jacobs got over 100 yards again um yeah like the that that, that, that division is now not up for question it should be Kansas City's. Uh, Oakland Raiders were pretenders for for some time and so the, 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 the last the Chiefs two, two two weeks they've put up like 17 points combined and conceded 70 odd
1: I've, so the Chief there's not much the Chiefs can now do to get a bat yeah they have to does their schedule still, allow it to happen it doesn't
0: seem like they it. can it still seems
1: win out like they're pretty much set set that they're going to
0: get the home wildcard game and it's looking like that but it depends on what happens with uh, well I think they're, they're just one behind Buffalo uh, they're still on par with Houston uh, god who else is up there for that I think that's pretty much about it. No, the the wildcard teams
1: are Buffalo and Steelers, so mm-hmm. um, they're fine. They're.
0: I can see them beating the Steelers, but Buffalo would be tough.
1: Well, they don't have to play. Well, okay, yeah, I guess because they're at home, mm-hmm. but immediately the Chiefs are going to be annoyed that they've done this to themselves, and they're going to walk straight into like Gillette Stadium away. Oh, no, no, off of a bye, no,
0: and it's just every year, every year, every year the same. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, oh. so the less said about this one, the better. The, cool. the, the, the Raiders um, were, were dreadful. Chiefs weren't that great either, but still managed to go up it which I think speaks to volumes for the Raiders.
1: Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Keep it what moving. one do you want to talk
0: about next? Uh, Gone. We would steal those Browns. Yeah, you got to rip off that bandaid
1: Yeah, I'm not actually that worried. So, Browns wear t shirts and lose. Done.
0: Move on. <laughs> That, uh, the, the I'm moving
1: on, and so should the buddy Brown's front office. The t well, shirt thing was,
0: it was silly. Um, for those not aware, um, Freddie Kitchens was gifted a t shirt for his birthday um, from his daughters, uh, which said Pittsburgh started it, which was clearly in reference to the last game in which there was a big fight at the end, which resulted in uh, Miles Garrett being banned indefinitely and various other th- things happening there, all sorts of bans. And. Um, Yeah, they were supposed to win this one again, apparently. And Steelers' defense handled them. And um, Duck uh, uh, Duck Hodges, Devlin Hodges, the quarterback for the Steelers, played all right. Yeah, he made some big throws. Um, Who, Who really made the big plays was James Washington. Yeah, I know. Three or four big, big plays in this one. Four receptions for 111 yards, including... Some some big time uh, catches over the top, and uh, a, a very impressive touchdown catch as well.
1: And the guy the guy on the play by play was like, Hodges is coming. He's not even not just stolen his job. He's stolen
0: his best friend as well. <laughs> in reference to Mason Rudolph and James Washington's former college connection, <laughs> definitely. But Hodges, um, a lot of people
1: said like you're coming in with these t-shirts and with the you know the. Kind of, we're gonna win this one, and you know, you started it, and you get beat by a, a third-string quarterback. But mm-hmm. do we actually know that Hodges is a third-string quarterback? He's like, obviously, he actually is, but
0: he's on, on a, on talented, a technicality, talented, and he
1: seems to be able to control a game, which is why they've gone with him over Mason Rudolph. He seems more
0: mobile, and he just—he looks like he's got the right sort of vision because uh, I mean he's not dealing with the, the greatest um supporting cast in Pittsburgh. Um so the fact that he managed to get something out of this was pretty impressive. Um I had a I had an interception in this one, but the, the, the touchdown pass was good. Um he's steady. Um whether he's one of the, the top 30 quarterbacks in the league remains to be seen. I want to see him start more, but I like him and he's he's doing stuff for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're now seven and five. Browns are 5 and 7 Obviously So continues your uh, Very up and down uh, Time with the Browns Actually before I get onto onto Your opinion on what's happening here I just want to point out that uh, uh, Hodges' interception Was pretty much just because Deontay Johnson just gave up on the route Hmm. He could have just kept running And he would have at least managed to break up the play So I wouldn't even put that one on Hodges
1: No It's good to see Mitchell playing after looking like he tore his Achilles last week Mm -hmm. and getting that interception. So, happy he's on the field. Um, The turning point in this game, to me, when I was watching it, was the... They were 10-0 up, the Browns. Yes. And they had a drive that was going going quite well. And Baker clearly hits his thumb Mm. in between two players and then literally two plays later, gets his hand caught on someone's, like mm-hmm. his finger caught on someone's like face mask. As mm-hmm. was on and, the last play of the second half and he was
0: throwing a, a, a Hail Mary for some reason. And it's just it necessary.
1: I don't think he was right after. He was running for his life. Mm-hmm. All the second half, he was not moving properly and he
0: was running away
1: from pressure. And, you know, Joe Hayden... Comes up with a the big interception at the end. Game sealing
0: interception from former Brown Joe Hayden. Uh, that one must sting a little bit there.
1: Well, if you go one and sixteen and you have a Pro Bowl cornerback, he's gonna have to leave. Yeah, so that's it's kind of fair. Brown's own fault, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, it ends twenty thirteen. The Browns still have to play the Bengals twice, the Cardinals and the Ravens.
0: So who knows? It's still who sort knows of up there. They've
1: got a one and oh
0: record against the Ravens. So. I, I, win I, at
1: home against the Ravens
0: yeah. I, I think yeah if, if they win at home against the Ravens then anything can happen but I don't see that happening I don't think they're a good football team right now I think they've actually gotten worse throughout the
1: course of the season they, need to they should be Kitchens getting, has to, to go play. I just mm. there's so much ill discipline
0: yeah they've got problems they there to, I
1: don't know what they can do but if they can give up a second and a third and still Jonah Williams from the Bengals even though he hasn't even played a, played a, a down net. <laughs> and there's things I, that I think that's
0: a stupid idea but okay. There's, there's
1: things <laughs> like if teams are tanking they have to start trying to pick up some of these Terence Williams and because mm-hmm. their O-line is horrible. It's probably- it was horrible at the start of training camp and they did nothing about it. Mm. And they need some discipline. Like, you look at what other teams have been able to do with the talent,
0: and they haven't done any of it. Mm. So, You know who else needs discipline? Me, us. Yes. Anyway, moving uh, on for over an hour. And uh, who else needs discipline? The gosh darn Philadelphia Eagles. Getting beaten by the Miami Dolphins, 31-37. I don't have... Ma- the Miami Dolphins did this to the Philadelphia Eagles defense. And... Uh, F- Philadelphia were were up in this one. Um, I think t- like like uh, fourteen just after halftime, and then Miami just went on a tear, and um, just like and, and Miami are just playing for fun. People keep forgetting that this is still an NFL franchise, and they want to win games. They've now won three, and don't think anyone really saw that coming. This was the most Lionel Messi
1: esque performance from any football player I've ever seen. In Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I, ne- I didn't think one guy could win a team a game mm-hmm. ever in football. I thought it was impossible. But I'm I'm just astounded by what this man can do. They have no running to. game back there.
0: <laughs> uh, Albert Wilson was their top rusher. <laughs> He's a wide receiver. Like, What the hell's going on there?
1: There's uh, a mix between Fitzpatrick just really wanting this mm-hmm. and Jalen Mill was wanting to go home for the Eagles the cornerback I think he was targeted
0: like 10 times he had
1: 7 targets against him for 7 receptions for 159 yards and and 2 touchdowns which Devontae Parker took to the bank Devontae Parker talking himself into a nice um contract next year probably you think, you think so I, 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 <laughs> just no. off for of that well whatever Jalen Mills is getting paid he has to at least if the getting Dolphins paid be, that. like the
0: Dolphins <laughs> have to pay someone to be around uh, Dolph, Park, Devante Park has been there for a little while uh, he's never really like he's shown in flashes but he's not been consistent but now he's like the lone standout on a sorry standout that's a terrible way of putting it um, he's performed today <laughs> that's about it <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I say, he was he was really good. Uh, Mike Gesicki caught a touchdown too. Um, but the most impressive touchdown for me was that by Jason Sanders. I don't know how that worked. So what happened was, <laughs> set up for the field goal real close. Split out, everyone goes out there. All, all your um, special teams guys are out there. Uh, Matt, Matt Hawk, the punter, receives the ball. Uh, there's like no offensive line in front of him. And Jason Sanders just kind of is left to his own devices in the in the end zone. Hop just pops yeah. it on in there. It was nice, cute. Go, yeah. go
1: check it out. I really liked um Sanders' uh pretend block. He just <laughs> yeah. kind of like got himself kind of in between two guys and, <laughs> that was, and did that that was a faint. kicker. That was
0: a feint. A
1: kicker yeah. kind of slide where he's so skinny no one notices and <laughs> yeah.
0: ends up completely on his own. He just he just turned sideways on <laughs> and like blended in with the grass for a bit and just moved his way through and was like, oh hey, I'm here now. It's interesting. interesting. Um, yeah, like, like you say, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Yolo balled it again. Uh, three scores, 365 yards. Um, Carson Wentz, got three touchdowns of his own as well um, like Miles Sanders showed up on the running game it's just what what happened here how did this happen
1: Foot off the gas I don't know but you know what happened Patrick the intern Laird <laughs> did he happen in this one yeah, he did <laughs> he got himself some really really strong touchdown running at the end and he got himself in position to make a few key blocks for Fitzpatrick it was, it was impressive for a Rookie free agent.
0: You just wanted to bring up the fact that he's called the intern on his his Wikipedia.
1: I had found out why he's called the intern. Oh,
0: you did research? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so explain and do it quick. So
1: he is called the intern because when he turned up to training camp, a lot of the other players thought he was a coach. So he played (laughs) along for a day saying he was the intern. (laughs) <laughs> and then he suited up and got on the field the next day and everyone was like what are you doing mate and he said no I'm here from Cal I'm, <laughs> the, I'm actually a fullback <laughs> fair play to him fair play to him so all the wide receivers still calling the intern but all the coaches have gone back to calling him Patrick
0: yep uh, I want to give you his stat line on this one because he had 10 carries yep one touchdown yep five yards yeah <laughs> a sub yard per carry average and a score like what? What more can you ask for? He contributed without that score. Dolphins would not. A, very good game. a few good blocks in the
1: passing game. Though,
0: so. Yeah, and really? uh, got himself uh, some receptions as well. He's he's contributing there. Keep an eye on him. Um, never saw the Eagles' defense allowing this to happen. Uh, they've just absolutely b- exploded on this one. They've it's completely the, uh, gone off the radar.
1: It's the um, the uh, NFC East curse. And I also, because like Bill Simmons, who's obviously a diehard Patriots fan and always talks about the Patriots, but he was saying that winning the Super Bowl was obviously a great thing mm-hmm. for the Eagles, obviously, but in the long term, it might not be a great thing because he mm. was always of the opinion that Peterson wasn't a very good coach. Yeah. And... Simmons, who's obviously the Patriots, Belichick was like, "You cannot do so many stupid things in so many games mm. and win a Super Bowl, yeah. and think you can just keep doing all these stupid things mm. and think it's going to go exactly the same way." And I well, think he's right. I think Peterson's kind of been found out here. He hasn't really been able to sort of manage his dressing room. They he have dealt really with able some able terrible
0: to... injuries and stuff, though. There's been there's been problems here and there, like across the board. Um, uh, and yeah, they're just not putting it together this season. Yeah. I've, their
1: running game is terrible. I, yeah. I don't rate Sanders at all.
0: I think that's about 40 straight games without a 100 yard rusher. It's quite incredible. And um, um, the Lions.
1: Hmm? They're in the Lions territory. Yeah, which is
0: real bad. Okay, moving on. Okay, which one? Ended
1: 37 31 to the Dolphins. The Dolphins improved to 3
0: and 9. Well done, well done Miami. Honestly, so many bad teams in the NFL. There terrible? are a few, isn't there?
1: And then the Eagles drop to five and seven, mm. only one game behind the Cowboys.
0: That division is up for grabs, it's isn't it? Absolutely terrible. Why uh, do they get to be? I'm a... just thinking, is it mathematically possible for the Giants to still no. win? No, <laughs> but it is
1: mathematically possible, according to PFF, for the Eagles, the Cowboys to lose every game and mm-hmm. beat the Eagles and still go for Yeah, like, <laughs> at like seven and nine, or like it's, it's, it's happened seven. before.
0: I think there, there was a year where the the Broncos failed to make the playoffs uh, Despite the fact that there was a, a like They failed to make the playoffs with 11 wins Despite the fact that a team who won a division with 7 wins went through like, But does that
1: mean that they lost to the team that won their division twice? I can't remember and that was, was their only losses some, in some the whole season, season There was someone much.
0: else who also just won more in terms of the wild card Anyway, moving, moving yeah. on
1: um, uh, let's get what we got? to well, we get to my team's game oh, yeah, I was going to say we only have two games left but No, You're yes, we really have to go for the
0: uh, Broncos Real quick, yeah, okay, so uh, This is you Broncos uh, Drew Locke's first start with the Broncos Ends in a victory over the Los Angeles Chargers 23-20 to And um, it was pretty dramatic To be honest uh, Yeah, the, I'm like looking at the
1: box score here It's like, ha ha
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did that feel when you were watching it? Oh man, it was... Um, very good. I was I was back uh, home on lunch watching the the final moments. Um, Locke wasn't exactly spectacular through the course of the game. Let's put, let's put that out to start with. But he was excellent to start it. Uh, I say he was excellent. Cortland Sutton once again <laughs> coming up with the the, the, the crazy grabs. Uh, his uh, second touchdown reception from Lock in the first quarter was an absolute beauty. He just beats his beats his man. Is kind of being held back. Diving catch, one hand stops it from rolling about on the floor. Just really strong hands. Cortland Sutton is creeping up. The estimations and the the best wide receivers in the league right now. Imagine what he would look like with a, a good passing game. Uh, just wait and see. I still imagine what Noah
1: Fant might look like with a good passing game. What...
0: <laughs> Noah Fant needs to stop dropping the ball. Okay. Um, yeah, it was um, like the Broncos shot out to an early lead, fourteen nothing in the first quarter. Uh, then it was the same deal again. It's all the charges coming back, they're making it close. Um, but they they just did what they always do. They charged. Um, Phil Rivers like threw a pick when he really could do with not doing that. Um, Don't do that. Yeah. Um, Although they did convert a fourth and thirteen, uh, like pass to, to Mike Williams to keep the minute in the in, in the fourth, uh, which just really helped change that game to make it closer. Otherwise, I think the Broncos would have gone down and at least got an extra extra three points in that one. Um, but the way that this one ended is that the Chargers drove down the field on their last possession. Uh, Got to uh, about the, the 40 yard line, I think it was, and it was third down, third and about eight. Rivers whats out to his wide receiver on the, like, about one yard shy of the first down marker. Justin Simmons comes in and saves this game for Denver by just absolutely lighting up this guy, making, uh, allowing no forward progress. There you go, fourth down. Chargers think, okay, 14 seconds left on the clock. Take the field goal. We'll, we'll move ourselves into overtime. That's fine. Uh, Broncos get the ball back with nine seconds left. And Drew Locke just heaves it up to Cortland Sutton. Casey Hayward, pass interference in field goal range. Uh, the Chargers are clearly livid. They think it wasn't pass interference. Hayward never got his head around to try and locate the ball and prevented Cortland Sutton from getting near it. It's that's, It's got to be pass interference. And then... Uh, so Broncos get the ball there uh, Brandon McManus just does the business 23-20 I scream I get up I raise my hands I enjoy the fact that the Chargers are as bad as the Broncos as far as the record shows and uh, like, I, like we've had a terrible season but there's very few things in this world that give me more pleasure than watching Phil Rivers lose a game <laughs> to my TV Broncos. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's really good. And I was mentioning to you before that there has been talk that Rivers might be about to get benched if he underperforms it. again. And Bring in Dalton. Love it. <laughs> interesting. Um, he wasn't terrible in this game, but he made some some, some bad mistakes. Um, and like ultimately, he just couldn't pull out the win. Broncos look good. Yes, I was. Um, well, I say impressed. look. I say look good. They they looked looked, looked good enough to get a win. They looked good in the first quarter, and I was getting all excited about the Drew Lock experience. Uh, he still had about one hundred and thirty yards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Phil Lindsay was good too.
1: So are you are you happy with Lindsay and Freeman, or would you be looking for them to pick up another running?
0: Just keep firing. I don't. It? I don't need David Johnson. No, you're all right. No,
1: no. But just keep firing in the draft to see if you can. Have a few more players or
0: Yeah, I like, um what well, well, are you trying to say that I just don't know about Lindsay. Really? I I really like Philip Lindsay. I think that he's uh he's uh a speed back, scat back, but also he's powerful. He's deceptively strong and he like puts a hundred percent effort into to every play he gets. I still think that he is uh at very least a top ten running back in the NFL. He's not got much of a, uh, an offensive line in front of him though other than like Dal- Dalton Reisner
1: right <laughs> <laughs> I like Dalton Reisner mm-hmm. to me he's your best player and Corton Sutton
0: yeah yes. Sutton is excellent um, o- honestly he's got to be up there uh, for, for like just like knocking on the door first team all pro he's that good
1: I'll be honest one of the things I've noticed from watching the last couple of years of the NFL is that the drafting of linemen in the first round Usually, you know how usually it's like a fifty percent hit, right? Mm-hmm. It just feels so much higher. just not. I just think the advanced metrics and the the time you're getting with these players, mm-hmm. and kind of everyone else lowering down because they don't get to practice as much. Yeah, you're really picking up some good players in that early draft. Like you know, Wilkins, Reisner. We don't know what Jonah Williams is yet. Yeah, um, Quentin Nelson, obviously. Like Mike, is it Mike Mignucci? No, yep. Lynch, yeah, Rad yeah, like Brad McGlinchey. Like these guys were picked them in the first round; they can go straight in, and they all have. Mm-hmm. And the ones that haven't have been injured. You know, your Lundstroms and your Bradbury's. Yeah, they were the two that got picked that we haven't really seen, mm-hmm. but they went straight in as well. So I feel like if you have the right pick, you can really help your line mm-hmm. if you pick high, because I think the metrics and stuff is just really showing that. Not many of these players have been busts in the last few years. Mm. I'm really, I'm excited to see what Wilkins can do in a team where he actually. They try. <laughs> <laughs> the Dolphins tried in this game. Do you see Wilkins when they got the field goal? they they missed the field goal, and he's like waving, no. Elliot, and like shouting at him because oh. he's lost his hundred percent record. And...
0: Oh, harsh. <laughs>
1: And then he did it again when they scored the touchdown because he was on the special teams team. mm, mm. And it's just like, yeah, this guy's a winner. He played for Clemson for four years and he's now at the Dolphins and they went like 0-7 or whatever it was. It must be such a different vibe.
0: But. Yeah, exactly. They seem to be enjoying themselves, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Anyway, anyway we've got two more games. Okay, let's, let's And we are a minute behind. Okay, okay. Right, okay. So, New England Patriots versus Houston Texans. Texans were all over the Patriots in this one oh, it, it was not even close Deshaun Watson was far and away the best quarterback in this game Houston just scored a touchdown in every quarter and uh, like the, the the score is flattering for the Patriots to be 22 in this yeah it has um, got a couple of side kicky came yeah. back at the end yeah like, like it, it was still close it was still within a score and you know anything could happen golden and with it then. being the Patriots I was kind of like oh what's going on here but it never Like if it was anyone other than the Patriots I would have said this game is not in doubt Uh, Deshaun Watson threw for three touchdowns and also caught a touchdown pass from uh, DeAndre Hopkins which was a a fun one it was nice Uh, so I think uh, Watson just sort of uh, did a pop sort of jet sweep up to uh, Hopkins uh, who then actually it wasn't that no it was actual handoff and then Watson outran uh, Hopkins to get on the outside and just as Hopkins is about to be tackled he just pitches it off to Watson who then just uh, dives in for the end goal. zone yeah. and looked good doing it yeah but then again everyone everyone looks good scoring touchdowns against the Patriots I,
1: I, I don't know and I know it's a lot of garbage time yards but I, I, I just don't know how Brady ended up with 326 yards and three touchdowns in this game because you say garbage time yards that's it because um, he was livid. Mm. He was so angry. There was a few he drops McDaniels here. Josh McDaniels and Nikhil Harry
0: and he... he can you, Harry got benched in this one because he just made up a route, basically. <laughs> Brady was throwing the ball deeper and just went, what was that? Where, where are you going? <laughs> and they said it was like
1: um, on, on the broadcast, so it was saying like, you know, uh, Chad Johnson... Played in the Super Bowl for the Patriots and never got a reception because he did shit like that. Mm. So if you're a rookie and you're doing shit like that, you're not going to be on the Patriots for long. Nope. <laughs> so it's always good to see Brady a bit angry. Mm-hmm. But that's why at the end I was like, "Yeah, get that onside kick; it's probably a tie."
0: Yeah, it was. It was real close. Uh, or but- they win. Don't they? Like if well, they, oh, they, they scored could...
1: a touchdown and that, yeah, they would yeah, have
0: been they they, yeah, six they could, points behind. Yeah, they could well. Bolden, Golden, Golden's so close. Yeah, Brandon Bolden uh, on the odd side kick I... goes up to try and grab it, but ends up batting it just out of bounds. I don't
1: understand how. So on the line of scrimmage, that mm-hmm. whole holding and pushing back in a normal play, that's like considered. You know, you're not really allowed to do mm-hmm. that. But in this one, it was the runners that were in the wrong, which I don't really... I'm not much of a special good. But I didn't understand how the Patriots runners were the ones fouling because they were getting stuffed at the line of scrimmage and it Mm -hmm. it did seem a bit illegal because the three guys standing next to each other, I thought you weren't allowed to do that anymore.
0: Uh, Not sure. I'd have to go back and look at it. But Um, they
1: they called it a penalty on New England. mm -hmm. Well, they they originally called it and they picked it up. Good. But... (laughs) I I still don't understand these new rules for the onside kicks because yeah. like I know that um, Cole got like two in a row and they mm. for it should have got three, mm. but how are you meant to get them? <laughs> like th- you're so close to the well, defender, the, the defender is such a all oh, he has to put his hands out mm-hmm. and you've got to run ten yards through his hands, but that's not you know you're not causing that's not mm. you know interference yeah. on the line. But if you did it, it,
0: is I don't know. Go yeah. go do some research and come back right. to us for that for next week, then Darren, it'll be yeah. it'll be good. Um, yeah, uh, Brady had one pick in this, but he should have had an, another, but it was called back due to uh, just a hold on the the Texas defense. Um, yeah, he's not having a great season, but yet they're still ten and two, uh, due, to, due, due pretty much entirely to their uh, their schedule. They've just found it really easy, but they've they've got some. Um, some much more difficult uh, things coming up, but even then, the teams that they are they're playing. So it's Chiefs next week, then they got the Bengals. Yeah. Oh wait, no, sorry, they've already played the uh, the uh, uh, Cowboys, haven't they? So yeah, yeah, no, they're they've got Chiefs, which is hard. That's in Arrowhead. Bengals. Oh, uh, well, depends if you ask Chris Westling on that one, and the Bills, and that Bills one is the one that I think could be really interesting and they play the Dolphins <laughs> um, yeah they'll
1: be fun. they're going to be home in the playoff and that lot of the Bills is going to be gone mm, well uh, we'll see because um, if they get beat by the Chiefs and the Bills win against the Ravens then the Bills beat them yeah but
0: the like, uh, Ravens should surely be in the driving seat for that first overall seed I I think just the Bills for the first or see that they. All that have. would be terrible. It should be the Ravens. <laughs> Just make it the Ravens. Like, like for the good Bills, of the game. Bills, Bills, I would like you in a second seed. I want you to overtake the Patriots. I want you to win your division. Please do it for me. Come on, Josh Allen. Come on, John Brown. Come on, boys. Do this for us. Do this for the world.
1: The one thing that drives me mad is when Patriots fans say that you should count their bye weeks as playoff wins get to get him here. ahead of Montana oh like, shut up like, no get no you shut play up. in the worst division in history no
0: mm-hmm. you get you get enough
1: <laughs> okay so it ended 28-22 Texans moving to the driving seat in the AFC South Patriots still 10-2 because they play absolutely no one mm-hmm. the only two teams they played they've lost to like and I include my Browns in that <laughs> Uh, no. so
0: yeah <laughs> okay, moving on Seahawks okay. versus Vikings Sunday Sunday night Monday night Mon- Monday night uh, yeah so this was a, an interesting game as well can okay, uh, I just make
1: the point that Booger McFarlane who gets paid I'm
0: going to come back
1: come back come back can okay. I just make the point that Booger McFarlane who gets paid a lot of money to be an uh, announcer on Friday Monday Night Football probably not as much as Peyton will get next year but he gets paid <laughs> was completely confused for about three minutes and Joe Tessitore had no idea what he was talking about when he was saying that it was Cousins' fault. Um, And so you're saying that Cousins had a hard job anyway because the team had to recover from the, like, New Orleans miracle and he had the teams all mixed up until Joe Tessitore was finally going, no... Minnesota (laughs) won that game, and then Booger McFarlane was like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. He was like, going on about how Cousins had to like change the mindset because they lost that game on that play. And it's like, actually, they won the game. No, Case
0: Keenan won that
1: game. (laughs) They got blown out by the Eagles, which probably didn't help. Yeah. But, no, you get paid all this money. That, to me, is much worse than anything Witten did. (laughs) Like was, <laughs> it's like mate yeah, come boom, on, on the biggest place in the last like 10 years yeah you get
0: paid yeah but Booger doesn't necessarily know what he's talking about most of the time uh, Like, he could probably give us a run for our money on this podcast um, Cousins in this one he, he, he was not great but he wasn't the reason that they lost this he helped keep them in it he had no help from his running game really Um like, d- d- um, but it didn't help the fact that Dalvin Cook went out with a shoulder injury which is something clavicle. to really keep tabs on yeah that's going to be Rodgers mm. you don't want that I don't know like, have they said what the clav- pro- prognosis is is, it, is uh, it broken
1: I don't know they just said it was clavicle injury which to me I don't think you can a have a clavicle injury unless it's pretty it can, well it can be like an impact or something. I don't know because but... it's there to, it's like a break circuit break so mm. usually it means it's like either bruised really badly bruised or broken cause yeah he so, probably won't play next week so
0: yeah, you're, you're, so if, in fantasy if you want to pick up Alexander Madison if you can because he's he's still looking like a pretty nifty guy um, Seahawks in this one were also somehow questionable too um, Russell Wilson didn't have the best game ever but he still managed to hook up with David Moore in a 60 yard touchdown um, uh, Chris Carson and Rashad Penny were, were both pretty good in this one too It was a lot of this game was down to the running game um, and just and turnovers really uh, f- na- namely fumbles Um yeah. oh that um,
1: pick six was pretty entertaining was that for Trey Flowers was it well the yeah Russell Wilson um, getting himself into oh wait well, no d- yeah the yeah. tweet that said that there you go we knew it he was too small to play volleyball <laughs>
0: Yeah, so on, on the play, Russell Wilson goes up to throw the pass, gets batted up in there by a defensive lineman, and then Wilson inexplicably goes up and like flicks it forward, rather than batting it down, just right into the arms of the waiting defender, who just walks in untouched, basically. Um, I think this scoreline was, for the most part, again, flattering to Minnesota, um, because they were... Quite substantially behind in the fourth quarter, they did manage to make a bit of a comeback. Big uh, touchdown to Laquan Treadwell helped, um, but yeah, it's some questionable play calling here and there. It just you, they never felt convinced that they were going to be able to make the comeback. Yeah, I I was convinced by
1: Cousins. I, I was impressed with his focus, and he was making some really good plays. And Randall, uh
0: Rudolph. Mm. His, oh, Cal Rudolph Cal- 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 had a very impressive one-handed catch. He cat was.
1: He so on on form and um he just i don't know what the play calling was on that last drive but it it wasn't and i think it would be because cook wasn't there Mm
0: -hmm. but they
1: for only slants where their own even if they'd been caught it was only going to get them a few yards and they needed Mm -hmm. to get down the field and you know they go three and out or four and out and then they give up the um Oh no, because well Rudolph took it and he took it 20 yards Mm -hmm. and then they went you know, the next play they went out three and out they punt it and they get they get the Saints back Mm -hmm. and they get the ball back with a chance to do it again and they fumble it Seahawks Mm -hmm. Seahawks They, they fumble it yeah, and don't even give Cousins a chance to go down the field with like a minute left and it's just like can you do?
0: And it's a shame because Cousins has gone what? No, there's oh the one. nine? Yeah, no, there's the one. that Only had like he had about thirty seconds left, I think, after the the field goal to put Seattle thirty-seven thirty up. Yeah, and then yeah, I think it was was it CJ C. Ham uh, fumbled it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just just really unfortunate. Like I said, didn't get a chance. But like you've got Cousins' usual detractors are just coming out the woodwork saying like, see, we told you you couldn't win the big game and like Monday we'll Night like Football.
1: You the looked, first two plays it looked like he could have given them a chance, and they were only four points down, and they had the time, and it looked like he they had he could have done it. And it's just, I thought the play calling on that final driver, at least after they got over fifty yards, mm. was just really bad.
0: Being minus Delvin Cook for this game was important, and uh, obviously they were without a running game effectively for the for the second half, uh, and then when Seattle had those big chunk plays. In, in the third to essentially just put it out with reach um, so, well not maybe not quite to that extent but they certainly made up a lot of ground then and at the start of the fourth um, like the, the, that just seems to be their MO at the moment even if they're not playing particularly well in a game they'll still find a way to get that 60 yard touchdown or uh, Jacob Hollister came up with a couple of big catches in this one again they're they're finding ways to get these big chunk plays which then deflate the defense they're facing. They'll get at least a field goal. They'll somehow manage to eke out a touchdown and like I say, the, the running game in this one really won it for them, I think. Yeah. Cause they could just churn it out.
1: Yeah, I this division, the the yeah. NFC um West so good. So <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Looking forward to there's so many playoff games coming up before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think this is usually you kind of know because the Patriots are so good and you know the Chiefs have been so good and um you know the Rams last year that you know who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. This year I don't know, you don't really have that much of a clue. You know the Seahawks and the Rams same division, mm-hmm. Seahawks, Rams and 49ers in the same division. Then you got the Bills and the Patriots are in the same division, mm-hmm. the NFC East has fallen out. Yes. There's just it's, it's, we still don't know. Like the Bills could still end up being the top overall seed in the AFC if they win their. Just,
0: just if they win the division, that'd be good. I'd take that. Meaning yeah, that the Patriots don't have get to all get an away day. game by. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how all that pans out. Anyway, um, you are saying all that is good. What is not good? Our discipline. That's been yeah. a ninety-minute podcast, Aaron. Cool. All good. Okay. Um, but yeah, again, that will do it for this week. Um, it was uh. A mixed bag, to say the least, I think.
1: I think the good games are really good and then the pull are the blowouts, and it's just because there's such a disparity between the quality and some of these teams that mm-hmm. and the, on the day, like some of the coaching on the day is just Yeah. It's like how can you explain the Panthers? How can you explain the Jets winning at the Cowboys and then getting beat by the Bengals? Like it's just
0: You can't explain that. But
1: I'm glad I don't professionally bet on. Yeah. Them.
0: There's some there's some really good looking games next week which I can't wait to talk about uh, the ten and two San Francisco 49ers versus the ten and two New Orleans Saints, uh, the Baltimore Ravens also ten and two uh, travel to Buffalo to face the nine and three Bills. Who do the Packers uh, play? Packers have uh, Washington, so shut <laughs> up. Them rounding out into four <laughs> Yeah, and you've got Casey going to New England as well, uh, eight and four versus ten and two some good ones to talk about there also if you believe in the Rams they're hosting Seattle as well interesting mm. times yes mm.
1: but we'll talk at nauseum about all those games <laughs> next
0: week <laughs> next week and so until then uh, thank you very much Darren thank you Dad nice to see you again yeah, you too until <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time uh, we'll catch you later see ya yeah. bye <laughs>